Good morning, and welcome to another episode of the Seattle Medium Support Black Orgs podcast, a part of our Support Black Orgs initiative, an effort to increase awareness and support for local black nonprofit organizations. Today's conversation will focus on the creation of the Support Black Orgs initiative and the importance of promoting local nonprofits. And with me today to talk more about the Support Black Orgs initiative is the Seattle Medium's publisher and CEO, Chris Bennett. Good morning, Chris. Good morning, Josiah. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. And I have a few questions for you about the Support Black Orgs initiative, Chris. You saw that there was a clear need for supporting local nonprofits. Can you share with us what the need you noticed were and what did you hope to accomplish from beginning this initiative? Yeah. Well, first of all, we know that our local nonprofits um, provide a valuable service and resources to our community on a daily basis. Um, A lot of that work that they do kind of flies under the radar um, for a number of reasons, but the work is nonetheless very important to the plight of our community moving forward. One of the things that we were we saw was that the broader nonprofit community was struggling um, during COVID and then also coming out of COVID, where a lot of the COVID funds were drying up, particularly with some of the, the uh, Black-led nonprofits that got a boost uh, from support, financial support, from the George Floyd um, protest. Um, mm. And so you had a lot of Uh, people who were, you know, pushing money into these different organizations. Now that sentiment as far as it relates to George Floyd um, and how the African-American community is treated across the country, but also here locally um, has dissipated. And so those funds are now drying up and a lot of these organizations are back to square one where they were. So we know there were two things that took place. One was the uh, lack of funding or the reduction in funding for nonprofits across the board. And, you know, if mainstream nonprofits, bigger nonprofits are struggling. You can only imagine the struggles that our local um, black-led nonprofits are going through in order to try to maintain their um, streams of income um, as well as their resources. So that was number number one. Number two, we know that volunteerism was down considerably as well across the board with uh, mainstream nonprofits. So you can only imagine how that also has impacted our local black nonprofits as well. And so out of that, we were like, okay, what can we do to support our community and to support these nonprofits because they're providing these valuable resources to our community? One was we needed to be able to get away for them to be able to tell their story, let people know what they're doing and have people support them in a number of ways, primarily through volunteerism. People can volunteer their time doing different things. It might be a small task like answering phones and returning calls, um, different things like that that are vitally important to these organizations because the people who are managing them sometimes don't have time to do all those things because they're wearing so many different hats. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other one was financial. Um, A lot of these nonprofits operate on what I call a purse book uh, budget. And that is whatever's in their purse book at the time is what they have in the budget. Um, and a lot of people are putting their own resources, their own financial resources into these organizations, as well as volunteering their time, doing the work, trying to make a difference in our community. So we said, okay, we need to be able to provide um, a mechanism or an initiative that, number one, generates support for them financially and through getting more people to work with them through volunteerism to help have a positive impact on our community, especially during a time when there's so much need out there as we're coming out of uh, the COVID, As and I won't say that we're out of COVID, uh, the, we're out of the pandemic, but COVID yeah. is still with us, um, but also the financial impacts and the social impacts of COVID that we're still dealing with. 
And while the Seattle Medium has partnered and collaborated with different nonprofits before, can you share with us how this initiative has centered the voices of nonprofits? Well, I think that's the main thing is we wanted to give these um, nonprofits a platform. We wanted to give them a voice. We wanted to be able to expand their reach into our community and the awareness. A lot of these organizations, are, like I said, are doing great work, and a lot of people might not be familiar with the work they're doing unless you actually are actively engage with them in the services that they're providing. And so, you know, we really wanted to utilize our platform to help them have a voice and reach uh, and penetration into our community with their messaging and what they're doing uh, and, and hopefully, you know, get people to start thinking about how we can support the people in our community who are doing um, great work uh, at the same time, because, you know, a lot of times, you know, these organizations have to look outside of our community to try and get support. Uh, and there's more enough support. There's more than enough talent. There's more enough resources within our community to be able to support these organizations in such a way that will allow them to grow, flourish, and be able to increase their capacity for service. That's powerful. And while a small nonprofit may have the ability to carry out their day-to-day operations on their own, Many do not have the resources necessary to properly market and promote what they do, leaving members of our community unaware of the programs and opportunities they have available to them. And with that in mind, how does the Seattle Medium bridge that gap between nonprofits and our community with their available resources and with our available resources? Yeah, a great question. Again, you know, a lot of these people who are involved with these nonprofit organizations are very good at what they do, yeah. right? Um, however, there are things that they are not as good at as other people are. And if we talk about um, marketing, when you talk about PR, when you talk about promotion, when you talk about public relations, when you talk about getting out there and telling your own story, I can't tell you how many people are involved with nonprofit organizations who actually are quite shy when it comes to talking about what they're doing and how they're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes you see people out there, you can tell it like with business owners, some business owners have a lot of uh, hustle in them where anybody they meet, they're saying they're introducing themselves or telling them about their business saying, Hey, come see me. Other people might be sitting there. You might never know they had owned a business because they won't say anything to anybody. They just kind of are in their shell and somebody asks them about it. They're like, Oh yeah, I do that. Da, 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 da. Same thing happens in the nonprofit sector. You know, a lot of people are so busy, they don't have time to talk about what they're doing. If you engage in a conversation with them about what they're doing, they can start telling you all these different things that are happening. But a lot of them are not just going to come out and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this in the community. I'm doing mentorship. Oh, I'm helping people um, through um, different situations as it relates to um, dealing with uh, family um, legal situations, uh, custody cases, things of that nature. And so... You know, and they just don't have the resources to hire a PR person, a PR agency. A lot of them might get a person who might volunteer from time to time to do some things for them, only to find out that either A, the person couldn't deliver on everything they were delivering on, or they couldn't quite see eye to eye or understand what they were trying to do and how that fit in the overall picture for what they were doing. And so us, you know, what we do on a daily basis is we are connected with the community. We are publicizing things. We are promoting different things. Um, and so we can utilize our platform to help with the PR portion of what they're doing when they partner with us through this initiative. Mm -hmm. And for those different PR opportunities with us as well, too, how have nonprofits been able to showcase their events and their volunteer opportunities? Um, two things. Well, a couple different ways. So... We've been doing stories on various nonprofits in the community. Um, 
and, and what they're doing, just sharing their stories, sharing their work through the Seattle Medium, through our print uh, edition and also through our website. Um, we also have been doing podcast interviews like you're doing with me today um, with these entities as well that are um, going out on over the over the airwaves. And we're also having those podcasts hosted not only on our seattlemedium.com site, but also our supportblackorgs.com site, which um, is a very robust site which is a volunteer mobilization platform that we put together for this initiative, which allows the nonprofits to, number one, share their story, share information, things that they're doing. Also, it allows them to post uh, volunteer opportunities available with their organization uh, where people can actually sign up for volunteer um, hours with the organization directly to the site. They can track their hours that they're doing. Um, there's a lot of things they can do on the back end of that site um, as it relates to volunteer opportunities. The other thing is they can also make donations to the organizations through that site as well. So you can volunteer through the site. You can make donations to the site. You can also, if you want to um, utilize their services, you know, they also can put a thing where there's um, – opportunities available for that they do with the different organizations so for instance if there's uh if they're doing a mentorship program you know they can post it on the site and put the criteria for who is available to be uh sign up to be mentored through there and people can go through there and say okay i want to sign up for this mentorship opportunity or this training or whatever it is um so that supportblackorgs.com is a very powerful site that is a one-stop shop for a number of things related to this initiative, but also in support of these uh, local nonprofit organizations um, that, you know, right now we're, it's not costing them anything to be on the platform. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's, it's just a service that we um, have invested our own resources and our own time and our own dollars into to really try and make a difference in our community because we realize the importance and the important role these nonprofits play in the plight of our community, especially when you talk about um, dealing with youth and young people right now. And we all know the issues that are going on out here um, in central and southeast Seattle and also throughout King County with some of these youth. And so these organizations, a lot of them provide a safety net provide a safe outlet um, and provide some alternatives from what's going on out there on the streets. And so we need them in place now more than ever. We need them to be strong right now more than ever. And we need them to be active right now more than ever. And through that, they need the support of the community, um, like I said, through donations, through people donating their time, energy, and just more volunteers out there who want to make a difference uh, and have a positive impact on our community. Mm. And Another thing I wanted to ask you as well, Chris, is like we talk a lot about how the community can reach out to these nonprofits, but how can the nonprofits reach out to the community? Like what ways are they able to utilize us and how would they be able to become a part of the Support Black Horse initiative? Well, I think, first of all, is that if there's an organization out there um, that wants to be involved with this initiative, um, they can just reach out to us. They can um, contact our office. They can call our office at 206-323-3070. They can also send us an, uh, an email. Uh, the best email address might be the info at seattlemedium.com. Again, that's info at seattlemedium.com. And just put in the su subject line, you know, support black orgs. Um, so that's uh, one way that they can reach out to us and, and get involved um, with that. And we'd be more than happy to sit down with them, talk about the initiative, talk about the program, talk about the sites and the things that they can do um, and get them fully set up and going on the site. Um, I forgot the first or the second part of your question. So I, I think I missed that portion. No, you answered that. entirely. I was basically saying like how uh, 
the community is able to uh, utilize these nonprofits, but how can the nonprofits utilize us to be able to reach out to the community through the Support Black Awards Initiative? So you answer that uh, question. And for my last question, Chris, as we're wrapping up, I wanted to ask you, how will this initiative be expanded on in the future? You know, that's a good question, and I don't have the answers because this is a work in progress. Um, we basically have a pilot program in place that we've um, allocated a certain time uh, frame to and also some resources, and we want to see how it goes. We want to make sure that it's, the initiative is benefiting the community, benefiting the nonprofits, and that people are actually utilizing the platform uh, that we've put together. Um, and so, and like I said before, we're sending a lot of our resources uh, into this. So we've got uh, people who are working um, a considerable number of hours each week uh, on this particular initiative, either A, through working directly with the nonprofits, uh, working through the website, getting people onboarded, getting their events up there, your volunteer opportunities, um, working on uh, sitting down and talking to them so we can uh, develop and write stories about the work that they're doing in the community. So <clears throat> I can't really tell you right now where it's going. What I can tell you is that we're committed um, to supporting this initiative through at least the end of this year and probably into next year um, as well. Hopefully it's something that grows. Hopefully it's something that can be a pilot, not only for what's happening right here in Seattle, but can expand up and down the I-5 corridor um, into Tacoma and also into Portland, but also be a template for other um, publications, black publications across the country to do similar things in their various communities. You know, we're only as strong as our, our weakest link, but we are very strong as it relates to the nonprofits in our community and the work that they're doing. And I think that it's important for us to make sure that we strengthen those relationships between our nonprofits, um, you know, our media outlets here, and also the community as a whole. So it's those three things that need to come together in order for us to be successful. Um, it's been successful so far, but I really want to see it grow and prosper and, and be something that is able to sustain itself and grow to a certain level where, you know, we have to. Um, bring on additional partners, bring in additional resources, allocate more people to be able to um, do different aspects of this work um, in order to keep up with the capacity and the commitment that we have uh, as more of people in the community get involved and utilize the platform and the products and then more nonprofits get on board uh, with it as well. And, like, and certainly, you know, there are more than enough nonprofits out here that need support and there's more enough people out here who have skill sets and time and energy and resources uh, that they could commit to helping them as well especially when people are sitting at home you know looking at the tv or looking at the news or just talking to young people or older people in the community about these various issues or problems or things they need like to see addressed um, and just don't know where to go in order to get involved and make a difference yeah. this is one way that we can do it through the seattle medium support black orgs initiative where we're supporting these black organizations in our community um, through number one utilizing our media resources to create awareness um, opportunities uh, as well and also having the support blackorgs.com site where people can go as a hub to figure out what's going on locally with these organizations, their volunteer opportunities, their programming, and also, you know, to make a donation. It doesn't take much. Um, you know, you'd be surprised, you know, $5 a month uh, can go, um, you know, $30 a month, $25 a month. I mean, there are things that come into play 
like a phone bill, um, an electricity bill, making sure that they're able to have internet access. I mean, there's so many things uh, that these organizations have to take care of. And like I said, a lot of them are coming out of their pocket to pay some of these expenses um, or having to rely on grants. Um, and when those grants expire, they got to go down and trace, try and chase down this a renewal for the grant or the same grant. There's getting to be more and more competition out there yeah. for these grants now as well. And so as much as we can support our organizations, we can fill some of those gaps that might exist if they don't get funding moving forward. And Chris, before we close, I wanted to ask you, do you have anything else you want to share with our audience today? Uh, anything else you want to highlight? No, I, I think that for me, I think just to recognize for people to recognize that you know, we are doing quite a bit um, to try and support our community. We've been doing this for many years with the different um, community service projects we've put into place. Uh, more recently here during COVID, you know, we have um, been involved in a number of initiatives. Our organization, like other businesses around here, have had its own um, set of issues that we needed to navigate because of COVID. Um, but at the same time, we still were able um, passionate about carrying out of our, our mission of service. And so while, you know, we're still trying to, you know, rebound from the impacts of COVID uh, from a business perspective, we're still out here supporting our community. Just want people to recognize the fact um, that, you know, we're doing more than just um, delivering news and information. We're being a resource to the community. We're trying to be a, a point where people can get information, where people can connect, where people can network, where resources flow through um, to various aspects of our community. So I just want people to just know and recognize that, you know, we are more than just a, a newspaper. We are a institution in this community that is looking to make sure that we connect people and resources and opportunities to help our community grow, prosper, and everybody to be in a better place today than they were yesterday. Thank you, Chris. That's really powerful. Thank you. In an effort to raise awareness and support for black nonprofit organizations, the Seattle Medium began the Support Black Orgs initiative. If you would like to be a part of the change that you want to see in your community, visit supportblackorgs.com to volunteer your time, make a donation, or join one of the programs listed on our site today. Thank you.